Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily, where we work to keep you up to speed with what's going on in the global automotive industry. Back in 2012, Renault teamed up with Gatorham to design, develop, and build sports cars. But Bloomberg now reports that due to differing views on development of the vehicles, Renault will end that partnership before any of the vehicles have hit market. Even so, Caterham will be moving forward on its own with vehicles scheduled to launch in late 2016. However, it still remains to be seen if they will share the same architecture and powertrains. A few years back, Ford dropped the Crown Victoria from its lineup, and that meant the popular police version got axed as well but the company still has been able to maintain its position as the go-to vehicle for law enforcement. The Interceptor, which is based on the Explorer, was the top-selling police vehicle last year. The company sold just over 14,000 units, an increase of 140% compared to last year. Along with the police version of the Taurus, the company accounts for nearly half of all cop car sales in the U.S. And in other Ford news, it was nearly 50 years ago that the Dearborn automaker put a Mustang on the 86th floor observatory of the Empire State Building, and now it's looking to replicate that historic feat with the new Mustang. The interesting part is that no portable crane can reach the 86th floor, and a narrow deck makes helicopter delivery impossible. So a team will have to cut the car into sections, load it onto the elevators, and reassemble it on the observatory floor. It will be up there for public viewing on April 16th and 17th. As you know, automakers are working hard to reduce vehicle emissions, but that's not the only area where the industry is trying to become greener. Toyota just teamed up with a local landfill near its Georgetown, Kentucky plant to use gas from the landfill to power the facility. When garbage breaks down at a landfill, it creates gas. This gas is then collected and used in fuel generators for electricity, which will then be used by the plant. The company estimates that this will provide enough power to build 10,000 vehicles a year. Total capacity at the plant is 550,000 vehicles a year. The project starts next month and will be completed early next year. Downpours and flooding can occur often in Southeast Asia, and one Japanese company has come out with an EV concept that could help these areas out. Called the FOM Concept 1, it's powered by two in-wheel electric motors, but it also floats and can move across water with the use of a water jet generator. It's clearly not a full amphibious vehicle, nor is it ready for prime time, but it could lead to a solution down the road to help people out in these rain-soaked areas. Coming up next, a look at some of the research and development that went into General Motors' new Ecotech engines. Here's one of the great things about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. Excellent traction. Do you need a ladder? Yes, I do. Okay. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. When GM announced its new family of global Ecotech engines last week, engineers highlighted the hours of R&D that went into them at five separate engineering sites on three different continents. In fact, one of the toughest tests took place on a dynamometer at GM Powertrain in Pontiac, Michigan. That test is designed um, to, to simulate running the vehicle 
at 1.2 G's levels around an MRC racetrack. Um, so, you know, really pushing the vehicle to its ultimate limits. And so we've been able to, to set up a dynamometer that you can tilt the engine to simulate the, the high G levels that you see on those cornering maneuvers on the racetrack. Well, I mean, the, the, the key thing that we're looking for is that the lubrication system um, keeps the, the lube system of our engine and all our bearings lubricated throughout the whole cycle of the test. And um, it performed flawlessly. So our, we're, we're very capable um, with our lube system performing to the, the maximum G levels of our vehicles. GM engineers better be confident in these engines since this one family is expected to account for 25% of powertrain volume across the world. The first engines debut later this year in Europe and China, but no word yet on when North America will see its first Ecotech engine. And make sure you tune in to this week's AutoLine After Hours. Our guest will be Ralph Shields, the VP of Product Design at the Chrysler Group and the head of the SRT brand. So if you've got any questions about Chrysler Design or the company's performance brand, make sure you tune in this Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time at our website, AutoLine.tv. That's it for today. Thanks for watching and have a great day.